0: The Black Friday sales in the US hit a record this year. The US 10-year yield rebounded, but the US dollar remains under a decent selling pressure. This Monday morning, gold trades above the $2,000 per ounce level, while the American crude remains under a decent selling pressure, despite news that OPEC plus countries could actually reach an agreement to restrict production this week. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Codes daily market talk. So last week ended on a positive note where the US equities advanced to fresh highs since this summer on a holiday shortened trading week. The S&P 500 index gained for the fourth consecutive week last week and the index closed last week near the 4560 level. The rate sensitive and technology heavy Nasdaq 100 extended gains beyond its summer peak and the index hit an almost 2 year high last week, remember, while the VIX index, which is known as Wall Street's fear gauge or the volatility index, slumped to the lowest levels that we saw since January 2020. Now, note that the market volatility tends to fall when the market trend is positive and people are buying and vice versa, so the fact that the VIX index actually slipped to a fresh multi-year low is not a surprise per se. Because the belief that the Federal Reserve is done hiking the interest rates by now and the rapidly falling US long-term yields as a result of it are at the source of this recent optimism in the equity markets especially, especially after the latest CPI update in the US printed a softer than expected number at the start of this month, remember, suggesting that inflation in the US fell to 3.2% last month. And this week, investors will find out if the Fed's favourite inflation gauge, which is the PCE index, tells the same story. The PCE index is expected to have fallen from 3.4% to 3.1% in October. And core PCE may have eased from 3.7% to 3.5% during the same month. These are the expectations. Anything less than soothing for investors could lead to some more correction. In in the US long-term yields this week, where the US 10-year yield actually jumped on Friday's trading session and extended past the 4.5% level early this Monday, though the positive pressure actually seems to be cooling above that 4.5% level. News that the Black Friday spending jumped 7.5% this year to hit a record high of nine percent 8 billion US dollars certainly reminds investors out there that consumer spending in the US remains strong, and that strength is obviously giving a lot of support to the US economy these days, which in return gives a certain confidence. To the Federal Reserve that keeping the interest rates high for long is actually not necessarily a bad idea. Even though, even though, keep in mind that Americans buy now to spend later. As the buy now, spend later options reported, the jumped 72 percent last week compared to a week earlier. But hey, as long as they spend well, the economy continues growing. So today, the sales in the U.S. continue. with the Cyber Monday deal so we will see what these numbers will tell us. Yet, yet the holiday shoppers enthusiasm is less visible on the financial markets this Monday morning. The US futures are actually down at the time i'm talking here along with their asian peers on the back of a well rebound that we see in the u.s yield since last friday the nearly eight percent slump in the chinese industrial profits in october and also news that children in china are actually suffering from some severe respiratory infections which obviously spurs speculation that it could maybe be a new strain of covid in china whereas uh, the chinese authorities now try to calm down the nerves saying that it's just but just a mix of known respiratory diseases that i won't try to pronounce the names because they're just so complicated but you know, once bitten, twice chai. So the Asian stocks look little, little appetizing this Monday morning. The Shanghai's composite index, for example, it just couldn't break above its descending channel building since May last week. And the index now comes under a renewed downside pressure after all the stimulus measures that the Chinese announced over the past weeks, have well, failed to bring investors back to the market. But today, you know what? Even the Japanese stocks, which were quite appetizing this year, are looking meager with the Japanese Nikkei index down 1% from near 33 year highs. In the FX markets, well, interestingly, the rebound that we saw in the US yields on Friday couldn't give a bullish shift to the US dollar. The US dollar index actually slipped below its 200 day moving average, closed the week below uh, this technical level, and is under a renewed selling pressure this Monday morning. And that, despite the further positive pressure, Pressure that we see on the U.S. yields. The broad-based U.S. dollar weakness obviously helps the euro dollar extend gains to 109.50 this morning with, however, a solid resistance seen into the 110 psychological mark given weaker growth perspectives for the European economies compared to well, the U.S. economy in the coming months and perhaps the coming quarters. Cable, on the other hand, trades past the 126 level this morning where it attempts to clear the Major 50% Fibonacci resistance on July to October sell off, while the dollar yen remains offered near its 50 day moving average, which stands near the 149 level. Now, keep in mind that the yen, the Japanese yen, is benefiting from rumors that a growing number of institutional players are actually turning long the Japanese yen on expectation that the bank of japan will one day normalize its rate policy and every day that goes by well brings the boj closer to normalization and there is obviously a great great upside potential for the japanese yen at the current levels hence a great great downside potential for the dollar yen yet yet the right time for getting long the japanese yen is Anybody's guess. What we know, however, is that well the upside potential in the dollar yen is certainly, but certainly limited above that 150 psychological level. Elsewhere, while well, the Aussie dollar, ladies and gentlemen, is busy trying to clear its 200 day moving average, which also coincides with this year's bearish trend top for the Aussie dollar, the Reserve Bank of Australia head Michel Bullock has said last week that Australia's inflation is increasingly homegrown and is increasingly demand-driven rather than due to supply chain disruptions. And that's the letter, the fact that it's now demand-driven may require a more substantial policy tightening. And indeed, when we look at the numbers, well, co-inflation in Australia remains well above other major economies, including the U.S., Canada and the euro area. So the Reserve Bank of Australia expectations are a little bit hawkish these days. In commodities, gold pulled out offers at the $2,000 per ounce level and is trading above this psychological level. This Monday morning, the softer US dollar obviously gives support to the yellow metal. Yet yet the rebound in the US long-term yields. News of a potential extension of ceasefire in Gaza beyond today, and the fact that we are just shy of the all-time high levels in the precious metals pricing hint at a limited upside potential at the current levels in the energy space, while appetite in oil, however, is nowhere to be found this Monday morning. The barrel of US crude trades below the $75 per barrel level, and that, despite news that OPEC Plus, is reported nearing a resolution of the disagreement on output quotas, which, remember, led to the group delaying a crucial meeting, which was well, supposed to happen last weekend, but which will be happening on November 30th instead. Now, OPEC officials said that discussions that they have with the African nations over these production quotas continue. As of now, an agreement is actually within reach. In which case, well, Saudi Arabia will likely announce at least one million barrel per day extra supply cut to prevent oil bulls from well, leaving the battlefield. But but oil traders need more effort from well all these countries to reverse the sell off that we see in oil prices today. The barrel of U.S. crude sees strong resistance around the 200-day moving average. As of now, that stands near the $78 per barrel level and while well, U.S. crude should rally past $81 per barrel level for the actual bearish trend in the U.S. crude to reverse. So this is all for this Monday morning. I'm Ipeko Özgárdeşköy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as you. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.